Chopper suit convos. We back like we never left. Jamala. My man's been balling all weekend. He's one of the stars on Instagram. If you know, you know, I ain't going to say what he was doing, but he was living life, enjoying the weather, enjoying the company of great people and living a beautiful lifestyle. Right, Jamal, man, break it down. How you been living, man? You oh, inspiring you people out there. Really? You were talking about me? Yeah. Oh, people mm-hmm. like what I was doing over the weekend? Yeah, man. Big candy. Come on, man. Michael Olawa candy. But, uh, you know, I had to, uh, you know, I was in the city, of course, you know what I mean? I went to the Museum of Illusions. That's a photo op uh, haven, you know what I mean? Get some nice photo ops, make the make the shorty that you with look like she's eight feet tall and you look like you're three feet tall and it looks cute and stuff. They have a lot of cool um, illusions and pictures that you can take and it's just real fun, especially if you're real fly and stuff. And then after that, I went to this spot in Manassas called the Black Sheep. Um, it's like a barn looking place. It's a it's a white people heaven, honestly, because there's like a brewing thing next to it, like a brewery. And then there's like this other like barn thing next to it. And they be having like live music, people like playing Sweet Home Alabama and shit. So it's uh in Manassas, too. So it was like white people heaven, but it is what it is. But I had some uh some fire bacon called Nooski bacon. And um, Nooski bacon, you can only get it in Wisconsin. It's from like the best pigs, supposedly. And um, they bring it out to your table and they like, they uh, heat it up with like a torch and they make it like kind of candied. And it's like a little sweet, but it's like some of the best bacon I've ever had in my life. Oh, candy bacon for the candy, man. That's yeah, next. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, I mean, uh, homegirl I was with, there's like a some cornhole shit going on outside of it. <laughs> you know, I mean, those niggas in Harley Davidson t-shirts, and I had my Oakley. Uh, were they posers? Nah, this was the real deal. People, like you know, what I mean, like of course, you know, the white people they had their dogs out there. There was a few black people and a few Africans and shit, and Indians and Pakistanis. And I'm just thinking. Let like, me that. ask you this: Yeah, or did you hear this guitar riff when you were out there? Uh, uh, uh. Yeah, and somebody oh, was yeah, that's about, when you know you're really out there. Somebody was saying, Yeah, man, we spent the weekend in Blacksburg and all oh, I love oh, Blacksburg. No. He had like a little story to tell. I didn't even hear what he said. As soon as he got the Blacksburg, <laughs> well, you didn't care him. about his cracker chronicles. Nah, I just tuned his ass out. So um, you know, what I mean, she wanted to play cornhole and shit. And I'm like, ah, like, yeah, you know what I mean. I'm like, you know, I get kind of itchy when I'm around a lot of white people. And uh um, hey, hey, come on, Jay. Especially when I'm in their element, like if I'm like in a place like D.C. or like a very progressive place, I don't like, you know, what I mean, I don't even think about that. But when I'm in fucking Noakesville or Manassas and with barns and shit around and I just get a little weird. But that's just on, my man. you can't spell ass without Manassas, man. Come on, man. That's just my little uh, ignorance. I need to grow up. I've been trying to be less racial lately because at the end of the day, we we are the human race. You know, what I mean history oh, yeah it's true i hear you, I hear you. and i got true. a retraction man i'm sorry it's true man history and what man has done of course you know i mean i have my ills and i have my things that make me racism up. is fun though sometimes i just can't do it anymore man. i forgot <laughs> who it was somebody said it um they said trying to be like pro like pro black all the time that shit is stressful and it kills you sometimes like niggas i think it was boyce watkins right was it yeah i think so yeah when when you're trying to be militant and shit all the time nigga that shit (laughs) takes a toll i'm taking a break Nah, he's right i I mean jamal you've known me for a long time but maybe you didn't know this aspect of me until we got older but yeah i was a heavy africa africa pro black guy when i was a kid that's why you know i was geeked up and I think, yeah, I had to get rid of that. I had to realize, oh, yeah, Africa is dead. We ain't going to save that. My family left that country, Ghana, for a reason. Not much over there for optimistic, you know, things. Uh, the dream to, you know, make Africa a beautiful place, that shit ain't going to happen. So just stay money. Get out, get out the way, man. And Yeah, get money, get, get out hurt. the way. Treat people nice. And, you know what I mean? You can have a little bit of your biases. Like me, like... I don't just assume all white people are just racist, but I they do have to like uh pass a few like little mental tests that I have in my is, head. Is, is this your cookout test? What is like this? I give them chant hell no, I don't do that cookout shit. So like I so like 
they have chances to let me know, okay, they cool. You know what I mean? I'm not just giving everybody a straight up green light. I'm looking at you a little bit with a side eye and just peeping shit, but I'm not like necessarily just hating everybody because there's fucked up people in every race. And you know what I mean? I'm blackity black still. But anyways, let me get to the story. So we get to the cornhole joint and you know, the guy in the Harley Davidson shirt, he cool as shit. You know, he's like kind of like my, like he like, he invited me to their cookout. They call them barbecues, white people. Oh, like so, the different. Yeah, 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 yeah. So he invited me to the barbecue. He like led me in the cornhole place, let me know where I can get the bean bags. There was niggas trying to like pop up and steal our little spot. And I'm like looking like, hold on, he trying to steal my spot. I look at the Harley Davidson nigga. He looked at me like oh, they're tripping. He's like, oh, oh yeah. He's he like, had yeah, to look at the big homies. Yeah, he was like, hey, they they were here <laughs> first, blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? He was like my white guide kicking off all the other random white people that kept trying to pull up and walk in my trap and take over my trap. So I played some cornhole. I had some fun, you know, a little Southeast shawty that I'm with. She wanted to play, you know what I mean? She thought like the place was just amazing. She loved it. She, she didn't have nothing to say about it. So that's when I was feeling bad about myself. Like, Man, like I'm nigga, I grew up in the suburbs. I grew up around more white people than her, and I'm over here tripping. And she's yeah, man, we're suburban boys, man. If I was a rapper, I would make an album called SRT Suburban Rap Tunes. It'll be hard. Shout out to MC, rest in peace. Country rap tunes, if you know, you know. Only thing I was mad about is that the cornhole was like on this little rock thing, and I had some brand new Solomons on. And my mm-hmm. Solomon's got some of that little red clay shit on the bottom, so I gotta clean them. They still good, but you know I me, mean? I was being a diva, so yeah, sorry, right, man. It's but it's dope though, man. It's a fun thing. I'm actually gonna take my mom there for um Mother's Day. I think she'll love. It. Like I'm telling you, the girl, like uh, the ladies, this guy, man. This guy is a dangerous man. Don't do you hear this, people? Yeah, I already got the reservations for my mom for my mom's Mother's Day. I'm gonna get my grandma to come too. They gotta That's try tight. that bacon, you know. The the scenery in there is just real pretty. It's like barn looking, but up like modern, and it's just like a a late like a woman would love it. And then you know, I mean, it's just a nice vibe, man. You know, Do you think so. that's a place where you can like get excited and then get your Petey Pablo on? Is everybody happy? Oh. I think you can get your Bubba Sparks on there. Oh man, Miss yeah. New Booty or which one? You can bust out Miss New Booty after you do Ugly, but you can definitely get your deliverance on. Oh, my oh, goodness. Oh, Lord. Hey, I've been traveling back in time. You can get all that on. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's hilarious. Yeah, man. Why I is that so know. inspirational? If niggas huh? don't know how to take girls to museums and restaurants? Nah, man. Niggas have, been at, niggas have been at heart on the whole university for a long time. Brothers <laughs> don't know what to do, even if they're married. It's crazy. Damn. It's crazy, man. <laughs> nah, it's that's harder for if you're married because you didn't done everything. You got to get even more creative when you're married. So they kind of get an excuse. Yeah, it's turned up, but I mean, I got an old school segment I'm bringing back. I got retractions. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Last week, you know my um, what is it? Uh, uh, non-adults, non-foundational Black American ass was shown. I made it sound like black people didn't yep, have don't have money by sports teams. Mm-hmm. And shout out Pharaoh said that Tariq Nasheed. I know they calling me a tether somewhere. Like, yeah, look at this coon. I'm sorry, y'all. Black people do have money, and wealthy people. You know what they're good at? They're good at not spending their own money. So mm-hmm. the new ownership of the Commanders. It looks like it's gonna be Josh Harris. The white man from Maryland, you know, that's uh, Chase. uh, you know, the majority owner of the 76ers, the New Jersey Devils. And then he also is a part of the ownership of Crystal Palace. He's only going to own 30 percent of the commanders. Hold on, hold on, hold on. What? My coworker keeps saying that he owns some of the Steelers. Yeah, he's a minority owner in the Steelers, but he about to sell that. I mean, okay, Magic Johnson's to. about to be a, min- a minority owner in the Commanders, and he owns 4%, so. Damn. Yeah, what do you mean? Nothing. <laughs> you sound like Kevin Hart, man, when Don Cheadle said how old he was. <laughs> oh, he said, damn. Yeah, you think, what did you think Magic was going to own? I mean, at least 10, maybe. <laughs> Man, I told you it's expensive. That's like on the team. Yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot. It's of money. expensive, man. It's not. It's not uh, chump change. So, 
shout out to Brian Davis. That brother was on 106.7, the fan listening to a classic sports show from our area, the Junkies, and he was kicking that flavor, man. He said, I get my money from white people, Italians, Sicilians, Jewish people. He was turned up. He said he's trying to buy the commanders for the black community, especially for black women. He dissed Magic Johnson. Did you ever get a chance to hear some of the interview? Cause that joint's hilarious. They were, nah. you know how the junkies are. They're they're white boys that are hip. They were getting mixed by how swaggy he was. What's his name again? Brian. Brian Johnson? Davis. Davis. He yeah, they couldn't like handle wild, it. He seems like a wild turkey. He is man. He's a he's one of those cornball brothers that went to Duke, and he's a finesser. Yeah, because Sean Merriman pulled his car fast. Yeah, he owes like. Christian Leitner, his, you know, former college teammate at Duke, they owe a lot of people money, man. Janky businessman. Mm. So, so, yeah. Is he, he, is he ghetto? I wouldn't call him ghetto. He went to, you know, Duke University. Not saying that you can't be ghetto, go there. But I just think that, you know, he's from one of those old school 90s guys. I think he's just a finesser. And... There's a theory that the people that are putting the money behind him are, you know, some real rich people from the Middle East that are trying to buy into the NFL and they know that they're corrupt and the NFL wouldn't approve them. So they're trying to use Brian Davis as the front man. But yeah, it's not working. Josh Harris is going to own the commanders. And also today, um, the Wizards fired Tommy Shepard, their whack ass GM. So that's nice. Yeah, it don't, that shit don't even mean anything, but the fire is on Ted Leonsis now. Is it, you think? Yeah, niggas already have been asking, all right, all right, what about him next? Like, we got Dan Snyder out of here. We're looking at you now, nigga. But that's not real, though, because the reason why I say that is because there's no real Wizards fan base to push and agitate um, Ted Leonsis. You already know his big money maker is the Capitals. They didn't make the playoffs either, but they're more competitive. That's what he's about. The Wizards, they just, for him to have so that he can have full control of the arena. Hmm. So I don't think he really cares about the Wizards. I mean, you know this area. There ain't no Wizards fans. Yeah, I mean, yeah. This this don't seem like, it's weird because it's like we have good basketball players coming out of Maryland and shit, but this don't really seem like a basketball area. Yeah, it don't seem like a nothing area because the government it's we're too global. Well, it's also because it's in different areas. Because when you talk about a basketball area, it's not really a basketball area. It's PG County. Mm -hmm. Yeah, what Northern Virginia stars have come out of here from the 21st century? All the people we can think about was the 90s and before. So Scotty Reynolds didn't do it. Yeah, he didn't even get. He's the first. That's how you know. Nova is just, we're not good enough. He's the first first-team All-American to not get drafted in NBA history. Damn. Yeah, like, nope, you from Virginia, not good enough. Yeah, I don't know how that happened. Went to Villanova, sorry. He was good. He was a baller. I remember when he was at, I think, Herndon? Mm -hmm. Hornets, yeah, he was a baller, for sure. But yeah, so that's why it's like, can't really claim this as a basketball area because it was DC that was balling with Georgetown in the eighties and the nineties and then PG County. And then, you know, the Maryland. university of Maryland had a little run. Yeah. But it's that's it. Northern Virginia before. didn't do nothing except for that George Mason final four run. And UVA that didn't count. UVA. Yeah. That's, that's Charlottesville. Charlotte. That's not the DMV. Mm -hmm. And VCU tried to do a little bit of something, but that's not. Yeah, good. but that's Richmond. You already know. Shout out to 804. But mm -hmm. but yeah, man, let's get into the music, man. You had something interesting you wanted to discuss about one of your artists, Glorilla, and compared to one of my artists, the big princess of rap, Ice Spice. Go ahead. Yeah, I was just wondering, um, how do you I feel made the right decision in the draft, right? Uh, I don't know. Like, I feel like she has like as much as like her Nicki Minaj feature is such a big deal. And the fact that she has a, a Spaniard clone and a few other clones, like she taught women how to rap on drill beats, period. She's like the queen undisputed queen of drill. And she taught women how to sound sexy on drill beats. Cause they was all trying She's, to sound like pop smoke. I think sexy period. Cause 
I think y'all and I, I ain't even about to do get into this because she's a beautiful woman, but yeah, look at I it. think y'all just be going crazy because she light skin, honestly. Nah, y'all niggas be acting like she like I don't know, man. Y'all just be like niggas on Twitter, like they were going crazy over the thumbnails from the Nikki video. Yeah, hey, man. And like it's just them in pink. Like, how are y'all going that crazy? I don't know that I don't think they're used to seeing light skinned Nigerian girls. Doja Cat. She's not Nigerian. She's South African. Oh. <laughs> She's about, not a uh, Sider. What's uh Chade? Huh? Isn't yeah, uh, she's a West Side girl? She's Nigerian. Isn't Nigerian. Georgia Smith or like Queen Nigel one of them Nigerian or something? No. Anyways. <laughs> um Yeah, so I was wondering, like, um, do you think that her like First six months, eight months. How long you would you say Ice Spice has been out? Uh, yeah, you could say about six months. Do you think her first six months is better than Glorilla's first six months? Because to me, I feel like Glorilla had the song, of, a song of a, the summer. I don't think that um, Munch and Tomorrow Two was fire. Yeah, I don't think Munch, like, or the uh, Pink Panther is like like um compare up to that but at the same time like i said she's the undisputed queen of drill she already has clones i haven't really seen any glorilla clones not that there could necessarily be one because glorilla is just rapping on memphis beat something that was already like around and there was the chat and um gangsta boo rest in peace but there hasn't been a woman that killed drill shit i mean cardi did her thing on drill stuff but she ain't you know i mean that month shit was i'm already seeing ice spice clones so do you think that as far as pop culture goes and like um like the Pink Panthers, the fact that she can do a song with someone like her and she has like a TikTok hit, do you think that her six months was more impactful than Glorilla's? Yeah, because she's able to connect to a bigger audience, just mm-hmm. like that girl's a liar song. I think Ice Spice being Boy's a liar. Oh yeah, that's yeah, that boy's a liar joint. I think Ice Spice being a child of immigrants may probably made her more open to work with the UK artists. Mm-hmm. I think that helped. And yeah, tomorrow too is like a black anthem, but boys a liar part two. Everybody likes that song. It seems it was like a top 10 song in America. Mm-hmm. So that helps her. And yeah, I think her tone, the way she raps helps her too. Mm-hmm. People used to laugh at Meg Thee Stallion's flow and say she sounds like an 80s rapper. Oh, <laughs> and all that stuff. Curtis people, Blow. Yeah, people don't talk about um, Glorilla having, <clears throat> excuse me, a sexy flow. I think that does help Ice Spice, her being light-skinned, her being thick, her having a sexy flow and tone. When she raps, it sounds like she's pillow-talking. She's not being aggressive and angry, so... That helps her too. Some people can say that I would say Glorilla is easily a better rapper than Ice Spice, but Ice Spice has the appeal. And being from New York definitely helps her. She gets to do a lot of magazine covers, all that stuff. She gets more press than Glorilla from what I've seen from big publications. So that does help her for sure. And they both signed the major labels. Um, Ice Spice is signed at um, Lucian Grange's son's label. I think 10,000 projects or whatever. The joint Takashi and uh, Trippy Red are on too. And that, what's that one dude that everybody finally likes? You showed me him a while ago. Uh, I'm not. May I forgot. Trey, it's called Trey. Trey. His name is Trey. Some CEO Trail. Oh, word. He's on. Oh, yeah. He is on. Tape. People like him a lot, dog. Yeah, like, he, he is. Early on him. Yeah, he's popular. Yeah, I fooled him. He's cool. Yeah. But um, oh yeah, he is there too. So yeah, that's a viral label. They know how to get numbers. So while you know, Glorilla, she's on Cocaine Music Group or whatever they call in that Cocaine Music Group. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what their what their agency is like, but it is interesting. I think now with Glorilla, you see she's about to do her slob on my knob joint. Yeah, are you excited by that? Nah. Yeah, see, so it's like she probably about to be out of here. I don't know. I like uh, Chief Keith's slob on my knob, pause. 
Yeah, that was cool. I was listening to Phonem, that album, last week or something. I think maybe watching King Von inspired me to look at more, go back and listen to uh, that stuff. So, Oh, yeah, that King Von shit, man. That shit was, like, dark to watch, man. That shit really was, like, bothering my moods. It wasn't bothering my moods. Maybe I'm just a villain. but Yeah, yeah it was just dark, dog. And it was just sad to see that. This guy couldn't get out of his neighborhood. Like when he'd be in the car with Dirk, like it seemed like he wanted to diss the dead people when he was around Dirk to like make it hurt them more. Like, look, I'm with a superstar and I'm dissing y'all. And you could just see like Dirk not really reacting to it. You could, and in my head, I'm thinking Dirk's probably thinking, why are you still like dissing these niggas? Like, nigga, I'm we in Atlanta in a track car. Are we about we on like a boat and a yacht. Like, it was just sad that you can tell that Vaughn one of the things that he got like the most um praise for or like attention for was being a killer like he didn't get like any love for being like smart or like good in sports and stuff that's what that's what they honor in the ghetto you mean that's why but not everybody was as thorough as him so everybody like chief Keith that's what that was about none of that shit that was the appeal with dirk though that's why dirk wanted von and the other homie to rap because he was like all right i got the realest killers from old block with me and they gonna rap like but you can see it almost brought dirk down i mean yeah it almost did but hey that was a part of the marketing plan wasn't he calling von his evil twin so that was the marketing plan i'm not the real killer i'm not the real goon i'm a link with the goons really from my block and then we about to attack the rap game but it was just sad to me like to me like when I was because i was watching it like increments i watch like an hour and then the next day i watch an hour the next day i watch an hour Every time after I watched it, it just felt sucky. Like these niggas living on one block and they just fucking kill each other and make fun of each other. And like it was just dark and it was just just sad. And then you could just see like how much he tweeted and on live and it was just and then it made him look kind of silly, like dog, like you be snitching on yourself and then you want to beef with other people because you know you killed more people than them and then it ended up not even mattering because he still got killed like by people who never killed as much people as you but anyways that's another story for another day but you just brought up that Vaughn joint and that shit was just like sucky it was just it was ugh. felt bad for him honestly with King Vaughn even though he's like a murderer it just sucked alleged murder it just sucked to see that that was something where he felt like he got good validation it was nothing else that he could like lean on to feel good about himself like that's some and i don't know but anyways yeah <laughs> I, I agree with the hey, whole man, ice spice you know what the streets are you listen to gangster rap what do they honor man it's not a surprise yeah and after watching that like like i'd be enjoying nudie and shit but yeah, after watching that that shit that shit fucks up like me listening to like murder like i, well, I don't really want to hear like like I think about murder raps differently. Like I've always, I've already been on that wave, kind of like not wanting to hear just murder raps and shit all the time. But now after watching that doc, it like touches me different because it's like, yo, these niggas really rapping about like just murdering people. Like that's that's not the wave, dog. And that nigga was scared to die. Like you could see when they was in the car going fast, he was like scared because he was thinking about his afterlife or when he didn't want to jump off the boat like into the water like you could just tell he thought about his afterlife and him killing all those people haunted him i mean he already said it on tweets he said for people like me there's only two places you go jail or hell so he knew his destiny he knew he wasn't a good person so hey it is what it is but it sucks because his dad got killed a lot of his friends got killed you know what i'm saying like all he seen was murder like his environment he's a product of his environment yeah what it is it was just like damn man then when he's making it he can't even stop caring about murder it was just like oh this shit is sad but anyways murder you can't turn it off based on what these documentaries say just because i got an opportunity to make money don't mean (laughs) i'm gonna use that money to kill more people that's why they said that's what he did with the get back gang allegedly that's why he used the serial killer term. And then I was, then it was annoying that people were getting mad about it. Like, oh, like, you from the streets, we don't do this. And it's like, nigga, y'all fucking kill people all the time. Like, shut the fuck up. I don't want to hear what y'all got to say. Like, hey, man. I think killing people and doing all that shit is like the wave. Like, you fucking weird ass niggas. Like, it that street funny. shit be getting on my fucking nerves. And then, like I said, the most realest nigga is still what happened to him at the end of the day. 
the supposedly realest nigga. Like all that street shit. Who is the most like, realest nigga? Saying supposedly, according to like the streets, Vaughn was a super real nigga. But look what oh, happened. Oh well, hey, yeah, but he he went out lacking. It was just like so. All them little them niggas honor that street shit, bro. They be paying attention. Like when somebody is in an interview or like talking some street shit, they really be looking like it's like real important and shit. Like they really care about like that. It is important to black culture in America and even <laughs> black culture everywhere. People love the streets. We honor the streets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That shit we honor the pimps, the dope dealers, the worst of society. That's what we pump up in the black community now. It's yeah, not yeah. like in the back in the days when people used to honor doctors, lawyers, pastors, athletes. Now nah, we look up entrepreneurs. To yeah, George no, Washington you, Carvers and shit. You look up the entrepreneurs, pimps, drug dealers, <laughs> car not, rob- not, robbers. Yeah, not George Washington Carvers. Nah, man. But day, hey, that's that's the life. That's why I'm happy. I'm from the suburbs because watching those documentaries, it's like those brothers and sisters that grow up in the inner city. They are stacked, big stacked against them to get out of there and to be Hell regular. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah, but, they were saying like Derrick Rose was basically he was around all the same shit. He just put his focus in basketball. It was uh, it was uh, Trey Six Hundred. He goes by Trey uh, Capone now. He was saying Derrick Rose is the street nigga. Like he's the same, and he's a BD. You know, Derrick Rose supposedly from a GD neighborhood. Yeah, he's he's got pictures of him throwing it up. And he was saying Derrick Rose is the same as all of them, but he kept his focus on sports. And he was well, he had older of- brothers that kept him out the streets, and he's had his own controversies too. You know, getting someone to cook books for him to go to school because he didn't want to do his SATs. Then he got caught up in, you know, rape allegations and certain things had to go to court. So, hey, man, people go through things. Luckily, he's been able to, you know, still play basketball. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. That was just, I don't know. It was kind of dark and sad to me to watch. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't feel that way but that's because i just know what it is when i watch these type of things but yeah that was an interesting transition to go from women rap to king von i kept trying to go back and i still want to go back really quickly i don't know we all over the place but (laughs) it is funny though that the women who do know how to like rap in sexy like kind of like high-pitched voices and stuff and know how to like change their tone are the spice doesn't have a high voice though she has a raspy soft though yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I wouldn't say high pitch, but girls who know how to rap and soft, like Doja Cat, that's like her thing. She can kind of, she has a lot of character in her flows and voices. And while, like yeah, you said, Megan Stallion and Glorilla, they don't really have character. They can't really sound. Yeah, they're too that's Southern, true. maybe. Was they, Well, Flo Millie's kind of Southern and kind of can do it, but she's not, she ain't really popping on that. <laughs> <laughs> and that's funny because i'll be saying like that like the west coast rap girls are kind of like slacking but it seems that the east coast rap girl like the southern rap girls they can make hits but they can't really um cross over and then like the east coast ones are the ones who become the biggest stars i just kind of noticed that well it's because hey man being from new york really matters in rap still since they created that shit and that's where the media capital is that's where things get shaky. That's why, like I said, hey, and we know in this industry, colorism, all that stuff matters. And that's why even in the music industry, all these female rappers that are popping, they're all attractive. They're, that's a part of the game, too. So there's people that say, hey, man, they pick and choose who to put on based on the women who's attractive. But with the guys, it's not that way because, you know, they're not selling the sex to male. They're not using male rappers to sell sex. Maybe they were back in the days with Nelly Knuckles and LL, but that's not a main thing for male rappers. So I don't know. Do you think female rappers in the game now that they're having more success than ever, do you still think they have to follow certain things just to get an opportunity? Because Glorilla, her songs before this slob on my not preview, she hasn't she's had like certain lines and she does have songs about sex but do you think that's what you have to do to pop because like ice spice one of her specialties is shaking her ass and bending over we love it yeah because to me she has other things going for her because she's not really like the best rapper 
honestly. She's like a way better sweetie. Like if Sweetie yeah, was from New York, she could be Ice Spice. But since Sweetie's from the Bay, no disrespect to the Bay, but I just think that West Coast rap girls, there hasn't been any legendary ones. Yeah, those just coming. But I'm just saying, in history, no legendary female rapper co- comes from the West Coast. Yeah, it's weird. Like it's like they they struggle the most for female rap, but um. I mean, nah, because Doja, I mean, Glorilla wasn't really hypersexual, so you don't have, it's not really about the sex part, and Doja Cat isn't hypersexual. She's just fucking talented. So I don't think you have to be hypersexual, honestly, to, like, blow up as a female rapper. But why do you think she's about to do a slob on my knob remake? Who do you think, do you think that was her idea, or did someone tell her to do that? What's your thoughts? Cause you know the South likes to get buck nasty. You know what I'm saying? You seen? You know about Freak Nick? You know? Yeah, what I mean? she has a song called "Quick Nut" on her first project. You heard the uh, City Girls? You know about Trina, Jackie O, Freak mm-hmm. Nick? You know what I mean? The South is just they like to Kaya. Like the South, that's just a Southern thing, I think. Well, they Freak like Nick sexual. was a cesspool for a lot of sexual assault and rapes. It was a crazy place. And where did it happen in the South? I think the South is probably the most sexual rap location. I kind of feel like California is. That's why they don't have any legendary female rappers. They're the most pimpish and sexist. They're probably the most most disrespectful to women. That's probably why they don't have a successful female rap legend. They got too many pimps and shit. But the South has... Yeah, they're too busy calling women bitches and stuff. They are the king of calling women bitches. The South has... I'm going to call you one, doghead. The South has Kevin Gates, 2 Live Crew, Kaya, Trina... Like that's all porn. Those like that's porno rap, Mount Rushmore. Kevin Gates, a porno rap Hall of Famer. Hell yeah! I mean, it's funny though because Too Short is uh, he has to be on the Mount Rushmore. He's from the yeah. West. But that's about it. Ludacris was a sex rapper too when he first came out. <laughs> Whoa! Because wait, 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 wait. Nah, I mean, down to your toes and they get you. Yeah. yeah. Or, he want to do it on a, on a Georgia line. And splash uh, water. Georgia Dome at the 50-yard line. While the Dirty Birds are kicking the ball. He yeah. went to fuck a girl during a football game. In a football game. I'm and in the library on top of the book. Shots. Can't be too loud. So, yeah, I mean, that's just a Southern thing. You know what I mean? And then, you know, Nikki does it. And Cardi was doing it. But I just think it's a Southern thing. Is it a Southern thing? Little Kim's a female sex rap legend. That's true. It's very true. She's arguably the blueprint. <laughs> she taught them all to do it. Mm-hmm. And Biggie's nasty self was writing it, sicko. I mean, I don't know. I guess you have to. I mean, I just think if you're not pushing heavy sex, you just got to be sexy. True. In today's. Or just fucking talented and a fucking alien like Missy. All right. And she was talking about sex, too. One minute, man, all that stuff. Yeah, but she wasn't saying, like, suck up on this pussy to that clicky, get a hickey, baby. Stuff like that. That's, like, real porno rap. Yeah, she had to be more, you know, different with it. She had to be more, you know, incognito, man. Wordplay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I found the quote I was looking for. A couple quotes from the V's interview he did with Pitchfork. He talked about Sway Lee changing his life. Hmm. He said, I swear to God, that nigga was killing every word. He had me in fear to work on a song with him. So he said, yeah, seeing Sway Lee work, it made him want to change his creative approach. He said, and I quote, I was like, I suck. I'm baloney, end quote. So yeah, Sway Lee put the fear of God in him. I told you he had insecurities. Yeah, but that's artistry. Every artist is insecure. Every artist tries to test themselves. When you get around another artist and you're like, oh, that's how he is, you can get scared. That's what happened with Biggie and Jay-Z. Biggie saw, hold on, this nigga don't write rhymes? Hold on, what is this alien? And that changed his life. Biggie died not writing rhymes anymore. So that can happen. That's not just the V's thing. Look at Nas. Nas was scared to rap with Biggie. He was like, oh, man. Yeah, he was scared to rap. So that's just artist stuff. We've never seen Jay-Z and Andre 3000 rap together. Who's scared of who? Never seen Jay-Z rap with Black Thought. Who's scared of who? I don't know. I mean, 
We never seen Jay Z rap with Most Def or Talib Kweli or Common. I don't think he raps with none of those uh, conscious niggas. He rapped with Dead Prez. <laughs> when? On the Hell Yeah remix, like two thousand four, and he did. He I think he was on the Get By remix, the Talib Kweli joint. Mm. Yeah, because you know that G- beat was Kanye hard. Did the beat. Yeah, and Kanye did the beat. That's his boy. So, and Talib Kweli's from Brooklyn. You know. I'll rap with you. I'm not scared of you. But you, that most deaf singing rap nigga, hold on. Yeah, he ain't. T- he don't want to go near. He don't want to go near no Andre 3000. He knows. But he is on speaker box, so I don't think he's scared because he rapped with Big Boy. 3000 probably just like, nah, I don't want to rap with that. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, V's, he also said that, um, and I quote, all my favorite music makes me think about being broke. Why you always broke when some crazy shit come out? He asked, and then he said, um, future drop, fuck up some commas, and I knew I just had to get money. And he said, the concept for Ganger, his upcoming album, is songs that make you never want to go broke again, end quote. That's good. Hmm. That's what I love about them Detroit rappers. Yeah, man, man. makes you want to hustle, man. Get some paper, man. Boss up your life. And live luxuriously. I dig it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, man, we are going all over the place. We are all over the place. Bear with <laughs> us, guys. Yeah, man. Stay with me. Remember when Stephen A used to say stuff like that when he was going astray? Yeah, yeah. That's a funny man right there. Yeah, man. But all right. I got something for you. I want to know your thoughts on the NBA playoffs. We got... Your home state, the Grizzlies, going against the Lakers right now. <laughs> no John Morant, no problem, it looks like. What are your thoughts on the playoffs so more uh, so far? Because you were complaining about the Nets and Joe Johnson era being back, right? You don't like Mikael Bridges? Yeah, I never liked uh, Joe Johnson's Hawks playoff series ever. I feel like if you're a super-duper basketball fan, I mean, looking back, I kind of appreciate it, but when it was on TV, I used to hate it. was only because they would always have like one of the best records or the best record in the East, and I would know that they're not winning. So the whole thing. So it was just like, yo, get the fuck off the TV and get out of here. Stop wasting my and they would go to like game sevens and shit too. Like, if y'all don't get the fuck out of here and just lose now, because you're not winning the championship, like you and Al Horford and Josh, uh, what was that nigga's name? Who used to dunk all the time? Straight out of high school. On the Hawks, look like the game. Hey man, hey, Josh, was it Josh Green? Whoa, Josh, Josh Smith, Jason. Yeah, Smith, Jason. What was his name? Josh, Josh Smith, Jay Smooth. Yeah, yeah, Josh Smith, Horford. Should we call it Joe Johnson? Like, yo, get the yeah, fuck yeah, out of here. Wasn't fun. Yeah, move out the way. But so basically, I've been enjoying these NBA playoffs a lot, actually. I love um, Cleveland versus New York. Like, I love seeing Donovan Mitchell go against the Knicks and uh, Darius Garland do his thing. And I actually kind of like this Knicks team. I have a whole new respect for Jalen Brunson. I was hating on him at the beginning of the season. He still plays like a football player to me, but um, he's a little smart-ass little nigga. He knows how to, like, just pass the ball in places. He's taller than you. Yeah, whatever. Anyways. Hey, man, you see how brothers disrespect the athletes? Hey, man, on TV, he looks short. Of course, everybody's taller than me, except for Earl Boykins. <laughs> and he can bench press you twice. But yeah. um, Jalen Brunson's a very headsy, creative basketball player. And, um, yeah. I, and I definitely respect him. Um, so I, I'm loving the Knicks and the Cavs the, um, series. The, the Cavaliers um, crowd, Cleveland, they're very turned up and electric. Um, I'm I'm definitely loving this. First, Isn't every crowd turned up now this time of year? It's the playoffs, right? Come on. The Brooklyn and Boston shit is like whack. <laughs> what Brooklyn? I can understand that because they don't really have real fans. But Boston's supposed to be one of the realest fan bases in the world, man. That series is just trash to me. Like Brooklyn, move out the way. Like get out the way. And um. Not Brooklyn and Boston. I meant um Brooklyn in and Atlanta, right? I meant Br- Brooklyn and 76ers. That's the worst series that I'm hating on the most. I don't like the Sixers. I don't like watching them. They're the new Hawks to me. Uh, I don't really like Embiid. He's just big and fucking falls all the time. And 
just I don't like him. I know he's good, but I don't like watching him. Harden is just fat and loses the ball and shit. <laughs> he be having a whole like lane ahead of him, and he'll like bounce the ball off his stomach and like lose it. And do you like the Harden sevens, by the way? No, them shits look weird and stupid. Mm. Somebody on the Kings was rocking them though. Oh no, Clippers Zubac was rocking them. Yeah, I don't know. They don't look that bad, but. Yeah, I don't know. You but know, yeah, I'm hating. I'm hating on 76ers in Brooklyn. I don't like it. But overall, I like the playoffs a lot, man. It's real fun. I love seeing KD and them get punked and bullied by the Clippers. And um, I was watching that last night, and I was, and they showed Paul George. And then when I was watching like the Hawks and Boston series, and you let me know since you're like more of a basketball person than me, we can all say and easily say that Jason Tatum's career is better than Paul George's, right? Hey man, what is what is going on over here? <laughs> See, this is why basketball culture sucks because everything has to turn into a debate. What Jason the- Tatum is better than Paul George, right? I don't know if Paul George retired today. He's going to the Hall of Fame. If Jason Tatum retires today, he's not going to the Hall of Fame. Did boss did he go to a final, Jason Tatum? Yeah, last year against yeah. the Warriors, and they got cooked. Did Paul George ever go to a finals? No. When was he supposed to go? Exactly. So Jason Tatum's his career. So that doesn't make sense. Jason Tatum was supposed to make the finals. They had the best team in the East. But he's when was Paul player. George ever on the best team in the conference? Never. Jason Tatum was the best player on the best team. Yeah, and if you put Jason, if you put prime Paul George with Marcus Smart, Jalen Brown, Robert Williams. Uh, who else? Al Horford, he would go to the finals too in the East. That's wow. why I don't. Yeah, really Danny Granger and Roy Hibbert. Yeah, exactly. Roy Hibbert's nowhere to be found anymore. He's our age. He's not even in the NBA anymore. Well, who? Else? David West. Yeah, exactly. Danny Granger. Yeah, Danny Granger was fake. Uh, mellow, and he was like one of them small forwards. Yeah, yeah. I don't worry about that. I don't think about rings like, oh, that's the only thing a brother has to do to have a good career. Nah, man. Paul George, one of the best two-way players of his era. He's a Hall of Famer. I seen this brother take the Clippers to the Western Conference Finals with no Kawhi, and they never been at the Conference Finals. So, yeah, Paul George got my respect. That brother's a baller. He got my respect, too. He was a monster when before he had them. Nah, that don't injury. sound like you trying before to compare. He had, he had a major leg injury. Trying to compare him to Jason Tatum. I just think Jason Tatum passed him. That's all. He, what? Did Paul George ever um, punch it on LeBron? Uh, nah, but he punched it on his teammates. You, do you know any Paul George moments compared to Jason Tatum moments? Yeah, I know more Paul George moments. I've been watching him play basketball longer. All right, whatever you say, <laughs> whatever you say buddy. I'm, I'm putting Jason Tatum above him early because I don't know hey, when, that's it's, cool. when it's all said and done, Jason Tatum will be higher than him. He's supposed to be, but we don't know what's going to happen. What if this nigga breaks his leg and don't come back? And that's why I had to tell you that one day I have a different eye for the game than you. Like, I understand basketball more than you. Like, I, I breathe this shit. Just like how I was early on. Shy, Shay, Gilgis, Alexander. You know what I mean? I could see things differently. Nah, I know basketball more than you. We all know that. I just don't look at basketball the same way because I watch it differently based on, you know, my knowledge on the sport. And I don't look at team accomplishments and put it all on a player because I understand it's more about organizations. Nah, Jason Tatum definitely has a monster squad. Marcus Smart's a really good player. He's a he won Defensive player. player of the Year last year. He's, yeah, he's a really Robert Williams probably should. Derek White's going to be all defense this year. The Celtics are stacked. That's why I'm like, all right. It's Paul. That's why with real basketball, I look at it like, all right, is Jason Tatum nice because he's nice, or is he nice because he was a product of a, of a stacked team since he came in the NBA? If Paul George or any other player was in that incubator and had to play with that stack squad of your whole career, you would be better too. So yeah, maybe Jason Tatum will be ended up known as the better player because he's going to score more points and look cooler. But if I'm talking about two-way basketball player, I want Paul George. Eight-time All-Star, six-time All-NBA, four-time All-Defense, led the league in steals before. 
I don't think Jason Tatum's ever going to do that. And he's a good defender. Like he cares about leading the league in steals. I know. I do because I like basketball. I like two-way play. I know. Oh, he tried is, to pass it, and I took it more than everyone else. Yeah, people and don't like lost. it. Hey. <laughs> yeah, that matters. It's like leading the league in interceptions. No, no, it's not. It's not it is. That's not the same. It's it like is. leading the league in de deflections. Nah, deflections is actually still in fair. basketball. I'd rank that with a pass breakup in football, not an interception. Nah, it is a steal. It's nah, an interception. Not an interception. It's a turnover. Nah, nah. That's what an interception is. Yeah, but no, an interception is a bigger deal than just a, a steal. That's because football is slower. So the possessions need more because the game is slower. Like, you know, while basketball is more back. And just like you get more opportunities to deflect a pass. In the NFL, you get more opportunity to steal the ball and in, in, in basketball. So I don't put it up there with interceptions. But steals are now lower now than they used to be because ball handling isn't as uh, simple as it was in the back in the past because of hand checking. It's harder to steal the ball now. Hmm. Michael Jordan, Allen Iverson, they used to get like three plus steals a game. You're not doing that anymore. It's okay, so that's probably why I'm thinking about it in that way. It's harder to play defense in the NBA today, just like it's harder. Well, even you can argue because corners have so many more opportunities. Do you think that it's easier to play cornerback? Because it seems like you've mentioned this before, that this is about to be a golden era of cornerbacks because Sauce Gardner, all these young brothers are balling. Isn't it kind of easier to play corner today because – teams throw 75 percent of the time no it's not easier it's just that there have been there's uh, more opportunities for picks it's just that there's been athletic freaks playing corner so i wouldn't say it's easier but we have like six four richard shermans and shit but richard sherman was his own corner he couldn't guard people in man yeah but he's still a six four monster and travion diggs didn't he lead the league in picks and people tried to hate on him right yeah, but he's still a beast. Top 10. Nigga, uh, Stefan Gilmore is top 10. I can't wait till he balls out this next season. But um, I haven't seen the Nuggets uh, series one bit. I get it. You got to go to work in the morning, man. You can't see who, who are they playing against? Who the Nuggets? Yeah. They're playing, uh, what's it called? The uh, Timberwolves. Uh, two waste time wasters. So how do you feel about the uh, playoffs, man? You enjoying yourself? Yeah, man. I'm watching every game, man. In group chats, talking all night about what we've seen. I'm excited to link up with the homies tomorrow. Ring Culture, our first podcast during the playoffs. It's turn. You enjoying uh, Donovan Mitchell? Yeah, he's a good player. I had him first team all NBA or maybe second team. No, I had him second team, but yeah, he's a good player. I like his style. Yeah, me too. It's, Derek hates his style. He don't really like football players. He's not a football player. He's a very good shooter. He's athletic, but nah. Yeah, he don't really like athletic people. He likes like slow people who can still do cool stuff. Like, man, that's not many people in basketball. Yeah. So, what about Trey Young? What's up with him? Uh, he's just not going to be doing much. He's too little. He don't play defense, but, you know, I don't think you care about that type of stuff. So, And I noticed that Rui, <laughs> I noticed that Rui's been balling when he plays with, like, uh, a legend. Yeah, because he's he's a bench player. He's not a starter. Hmm. When you're on a good team and you, your expectations are lessened because they don't expect as much from you, then you can play without stress. But I'm definitely enjoying the playoffs. I love seeing NBA players actually try hard. I guess all the load management and games off uh, actually makes sense because these niggas are playing hard as shit. It's the playoffs. You know, they look like they care. And, and uh, it's fun to see Kawhi actually play at 100% uh, and, like, like he cares, so I'm enjoying the playoffs. I'm happy. I'm excited. I love it. I hate when it gets in the later rounds and the games start getting spaced out. So I'm enjoying this first round right now. And the games have been spaced out too. I mean, the Lakers. This is game two, and they started game one like on Saturday. So yeah, but because it is the first round, you like we got two games on right now, which is cool. 
I got a bet with Osei. He said the Lakers were going to sweep the Grizzlies. I saw <laughs> that bet, so. Damn, I should have bet him. You always getting these. You always taking advantage of people's fandom. Yeah, because I'm a smart man. And if you want to be silly around me, you got to pay me. I think Osei loses money to you over the Lakers every year. <laughs> it's not just the Lakers. We've been doing these type of bets our whole lives since we were kids. Just the but older we the, get, the more money we get, the, the stakes go up. But he's lost a lot of money over the LeBron Lakers <laughs> to you. Maybe the bubble year he probably won, but. I don't think, nah, we didn't bet that year. Because, yeah, that was the year we did have a bet. But then um, the uh, the lockout happened. Or not the lockout, COVID happened. And then we reneged the bet because I believed in the Lakers. Because I remember they were training and linking up before anybody was legally allowed to. I was like, oh, yeah, these brothers are cheating to practice. They're going to win. And they did. But, yeah, Osei got me on the uh, 2021 finals. I picked the Suns to win, and he picked the Bucks. The Suns were up 2-0, and then they lost four straight. So he won that time. But since then, I haven't lost a bet against them. Why why, why are the Suns losing to the Clippers? Because the Clippers have a better overall team and talent, and they have a better coach. Hmm. Even though Paul George is hurt, I still like the depth of the Clippers. And the Suns have to rely on KD and Devin Booker to black out just to win. Kawhi's rested. He's balling. He was defending uh, KD very well in certain spots, but hey, you can only do so much with an alien like that. And you talking about steals overrated? You should watch the steal Kawhi had on. I saw it live. Yeah, man. Come on, man. That's Took a his lunch. Transitions. That's steals matter, man. It's transition buckets. That was the one matter. great thing that Allen Iverson was great at. Allen Iverson, he always said, hey, on ball defense, I was not good. But he was great at playing the passing lanes. Like Steph. Yes, but way better. And he led the league in steals about three times. I think Magic led the league in steals twice. Michael Jordan led the league in steals three times. You got to be a real baller to lead the league in steals. I respect it. Just like you got to be a baller to lead the league in picks. But in basketball, it seems like the higher profile guys lead the league in steals. Like, who do you think led the league in steals this year? Isn't uh, Jaron Jackson supposedly supposed to be defensive player of the year? Yeah, he won it already. Yeah, it's funny. I just asked you about him like a few months ago. Yeah, my son, you talking about you've seen people early. I knew Jaron Jackson Jr. was one of those ones when he was in college. And I think you were kind of wanting more from him, even though he just got. Yeah, he needs to get more rebounds still. Yeah. And you said he gets into foul trouble a lot. And when I found out he won defensive play the year, I was like, Dan, I just asked Dan about him like two, three months ago. Yeah, I felt like a proud dad, man. And once again, like I said, I just have a certain eye for the game. That's why I knew to ask about him, you know. Whatever. You know what I'm saying? He was just asking about your home state team. But the nigga who probably got most steals, um, I don't know, one of the the holiday nigga, I don't know. He plays as brothers. Yeah, I know he. They play good defense. Whoa, you whoa, you put it on the whole family. <laughs> Which one, Drew's Drew, the one I'm talking about, yeah, right? Drew, not Jordan. Isn't the other one Jordan? Jordan, no. Who's that? There's another Jay Holiday. What's his <laughs> other? Whoa, Jay Holiday from Northern Virginia. What up? What's his brother's name? Justin and uh. Dang, what's the little one's name? The point guard, Aaron. Are they all in the league? Uh, I haven't seen Aaron. I think he is. Hmm. Yeah, I think the last time I remember Aaron Holiday, my man was on the Pacers. What, he's on the Hawks this year? Barely saw you, boy. Oh, I felt bad for man. Seth, man. I saw Seth on the uh, Nets. Like, dang. He's just, he thought, I mean, he was in a good place for a little while, and then now he's just back on like the teams he be on. OG Anunoby led the league in steals. Oh, I'm Butler. Second was... Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler led the league in steals last year. I can't wait for um Anthony Edwards to go to the Heat. You know they want him because he's like he comes. He's cut from their cloth. No, he's not. You don't think so? <laughs> no. You think I'm saying that because he's dark skinned and a six four, uh six whatever how tall he is player and can dunk. 
I think you're just weight. saying that because he's from the south and you know he likes to be in warm weather. He is not a heat culture boy. He's, he's soft. The total opposite. Nah, he's just a guy that uh likes eating Popeyes and doesn't like working out in the off season. <laughs> what? That's Miami Heat culture. You dedicate your life to basketball. That's not him. He's young. His playing style reminds me of a Heat player. And, well, his mentality is not that. Maybe his workout mentality, but he ain't got no... He has, like, dog in him is what I'm saying. And everybody should have dog in him. Then the NBA, they got this far in life. They don't. Not everybody has dog. A cat ain't got no goddamn dog in him. Nah, man, he does. He's big purr, though. You saw when he tried to change his voice. He's like, well, you know, um, you know what I'm saying? We, we went out there, we played defense. Hey, man, be the change you want to be. I've seen <laughs> Kanye change his voice many times. Hey, it's all right. It's called code switching, right? And how do you feel about Bismack Biombo? Hey, man. Shout out to B twice. That's my boy. I like him. I think he's a cool role player. Yeah, hey, man. He's cool. You know me. I'm biased. I show love to all African players. So <laughs> B, B twice is my boy. Hmm. Yeah, I have nothing else to say about the NBA. I'm just enjoying myself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm waiting for the NFL to come back. Hey, man, next week is the draft, man. What are you going to do? Hey, man, I can't wait till um, Bryce Young gets in the league and proves haters like you wrong. That nigga is good. What did yeah. I say about Bryce Young? You, you say he was like a little bust. You didn't believe in him. I did? Yeah, you hated him because he's a midget Mac a little bit. Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't be liking those little boys. And uh, I think, <laughs> but it just if, if he goes to like the Texans or something, I mean, I don't know what to say. Now he's gonna be the first pick, and yeah, you're right, he is gonna be good. They want to make sure this boy is good. They got him a a head coach that's supposed to be a quarterback guru, they got an offensive coordinator that's supposed to be a quarterback guru, and then they got Jim Caldwell, who was Peyton Manning's quarterback guru. And Hold on, who has the first pick? The Panthers, right? Yeah. You know they they're like they're they're on their Philly shit. They realize like, man, we need another black guy who can be good because that's good money for us. They want another like Cam black guy. Like they're gonna yeah, be like well, if they you... had Rodney Pete. Like they just seem like they're gonna be one, like them the Titans and um. Well, if Eagles. you listen to local people, it's not like that because you know it's North Carolina. So there were people back then that didn't like Cam Newton. They wanted Derek Anderson to be the starter. So. <laughs> Nah, but that's what it is. It's North Carolina. You think they want a black man being their quarterback? So some people won't. But, you know, racism ain't going to go away. But I don't think the majority is like that. I think they just want to win. And as we know, the way football's going, you need a black quarterback. You want an athletic guy that can move and groove when shit gets hot. But just I don't, don't know pay Bryce him. Young can do that. But, uh, but just don't pay him, though. Yeah, I mean... Treat him like a running back. Give him one contract and then skedaddle because we're going to run you in the ground. And we're going to be scared to pay you, even though the Rams paid Jared Goff and the Eagles paid Carson Wentz. And guess what? Both quarterbacks didn't work out, but both teams made it to a Super Bowl within the next few years. So if you fucking pay Lamar Jackson, it's not going to ruin you for eternity. But what did those teams do to make it to the Super Bowl that quick? It's not just magic. <laughs> Eric DaCosta isn't the GM of the... He's not Les Snead, and he's not uh, Howie Roseman. He ain't a GM like that. Those Pain, boys, buying stuff. Yeah, They trade for players. The Who the hell did the Ravens trade for? They traded for a linebacker last year, Roquan, Roquan Smith. That's what the yeah. Ravens are about. They're not a swag team. They're and a they defense, love, hard work, special teams. Team. They love old receivers. You know they've never drafted a Pro Bowl receiver. Yeah. They draft good tight ends, though, but not receivers. Mm -hmm. Shout out Ozzie Newsom. <laughs> He's a Hall of Fame tight end. He wasn't a Hall of Fame wide receiver. He don't know how to identify that. Mm. <laughs> and then he taught his uh, young pupil, Eric DaCosta, not to know how to see stuff also. So. <laughs> not to know how to see stuff. Yeah. I don't like Eric DaCosta. He's pissing me off. So I mean, that's your team. You you a fake Ravens fan? So I am a Ravens fan. I'm still. So you like I'm, you like you like that non swag football. So enjoy. I'm never leaving the Ravens. I'm there. That's my team. Flop. <laughs> yes, hey, this guy is a liar, man. That's I'm never leaving him. I'm never leaving him. What did Drewski tell that one guy? I like you. You lie a lot. 
that's my team, man. Purple and black, man. Well, before we go, your artist future, he looks like he's about to crank up to have a Woo. exciting, uh, exciting few months. Yes. And your boy, The Weeknd. Uh, Him and Abel got something coming. Yep, man. Shout out to my artist, Metro. He shut down Coachella, turned it into Trochella. Future and The Weeknd were among his special guests. He announced uh, him and Future's album is on the way. Metro Pluto. Hope they have a better name than that. Oh, I'm not excited for this. (laughs) Hope they don't do that bullshit superhero shit. Oh, yeah, you don't like that song. I like it. sucks. It's good, man. Man. I hope Future brings some of that craziness that he was doing on the Jordan Lucas track, though. He was acting up on that track. (laughs) Being toxic. He's happy that he has more money than ex-women. That's funny. That's a funny flex. Yeah, I wish Future stopped being toxic. He turns 40 this year. Get a new narrative, my G. Hey, it's just like the King Von thing we were talking about. What else has he been praised for before? His songwriting, his what characteristics, though. What character? I mean, he was a lover boy before, but he can't do that anymore. He can find love again. He should. He Come on, to- his music like he had never in and turn off the lights. Man. Trophy. I played trophy at a wedding before. Really? Yeah. Oh Lord. Is that a? What do you think of that? That's <laughs> kind of what. Yeah, they wanted me to play Trophy. That's a nasty track. Yeah. And that's my two favorite artists collab for a mid-track. But yeah, hey. you know how it is. Yeah. Shout out Ye. He just he deactivated his Instagram, man. I don't know I'm why. I'm proud of him. I'm proud of him for staying away from people. I love when he stays away from people. They be <laughs> wanting him back. I hope he stays away for like five years. Nah, he'll be back next year. It's an election year. He's going to want a fake run for president again. Nigga, he's going to be back this year. He'll yeah, be back before the summer's over. This is when the campaign is supposed to start if you want to run for president next year. He'll be back off meds when the summer's over, acting a fool at the end of this year. I don't know, man. He has a new wife, so maybe she'll keep him on the dope. Nah, nigga, he's coming back. and he's gonna You don't be... think his new white woman can control him? No. <laughs> coming back off meds and he's gonna trip the fuck out and I can't wait and I love how he fights with the paparazzi it's funny <laughs> you're funny man why do you hate superheroes so much break it down again that's why the beat is boring it's not, it's not a bad song but it's boring that's boring future I like we just want to get high shit like that and misogyny and shit. Say no to drugs, kids, and treat women with respect. That nigga know that bitch he got is my, my, my. Like, I, you know what I mean? He could just get, he gets freaky on those beats that I just want to do dope and be a superhero. I'm on that bird. It's boring. I've heard that shit already. I need, I like when he gets creative. Like seven twelve p.m. or whatever the fuck it's called, he was moving around crazy on that beat. Mm. So I mean, maybe I'll listen to it again and try to work out to it, but it's boring. All right, that's what's up. Well, I gotta salute Jay Worthy. I've been listening to your album you did with DJ Mugs last year. What they hidden for? That joint's hard. I never listened to DJ Muggs collab projects because I was like, eh, I don't want to hear Cypress Hill slow beats. But then listening to this, I remembered, oh, yeah, he is Alchemist Dad. That's funny. So, yeah, shout out to that project. House of Pain. Oh, yeah, he did do that beat. Yeah, he doesn't make those type of beats for his collabs with uh, independent artists, it looks like. So that's good. But uh, it's also... Um, he's about to put out a collab project, Jay Worthy, with Rock Marciano next month. That should be fun. I'm looking forward to Killer Mike's Michael album. Should be dropping in the next month or two. Um, is there any oh, yeah, future got a song with Andre Future gonna be on there with Andre three thousand? Yeah. I heard a snippet, it sounds cool, but he future might just be on hook duty. I hope they let him rap with them. Dungeon Family Reunion. So, yeah, Future's about to save my label. <laughs> yeah, because this shit's dead without him. 
Yeah. I'm almost mad that I didn't sign my favorite artist. I wanted to win because Drake, his uh, Kanye disses ain't really working. I just know Tim's is going to come through somehow for me. Nah. Tim's will come through. Doja's going to come through too. Yeah, she's going to rap. Did you hear? Yeah, her? we're going to whoop your ass at the, um, in the third and fourth quarter. So, nah. did, you little... hear her, did you hear her verse on uh, Scissor's remix for Kill Bill? No. Yeah, she wants to be a rapidy rapper. Nah. Pusha T's coming through for me. Travis gonna do something for me. Future's Travis, doing yeah. stuff. The weekend, we're gonna whoop your ass in the third and fourth quarter. Yeah. Y'all, y'all blew your load early, nope. so nope. You got Jay Cole. Jay Cole ain't doing nothing else the rest of this year. Nah, he gonna do something. We got Uzi being Leslie now. You know, shout out to him being an auntie in Thailand now. Eating roaches, or not an auntie? He's a they, right? I don't know what the fuck he is, but he's eating roaches, tattooing upside down crosses and the lines across his face. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's get, cool, I guess. Get weird, my son. And we got little baby. He turned down. He was supposed <laughs> to. He was supposed to be at the Pride Festival in D.C. and then he turned it down. And I, hey. got, I got mad when I heard that call. I said, "Hey, little baby, you need to go out there and shake it up for the gay people. What are you doing?" Hey, little baby. He those... Yeah, he should have went out there and did. Hey, hey, the hey little baby people. here. Little baby here. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I'm not scared of him at all. Well, not one bit. It's over for that. Oh, his career can't come back. No, that's, he's done, man. Hey, he's done. Hey, man, I believe in you, bro. Him, money back, yo. All of them are done. Uh, he, he got can't... back. Little baby got back with Jada. He got back with his baby mama. He's about to restore the feeling, man. Nah, he don't know how to struggle anymore. He's rich. Hey, man. You think that's all he did? But uh, We Paid is in a struggle song. I don't even remember how it sounds. Yeah, Freestyle's in a struggle song. Freestyle's cool, but... Yeah, man, these are these are uh, flashing the pandemic rappers, man. I yeah. coined that term. That's my term. There you go. We gonna flashing see. the pandemic rappers. All right, man. We're going to holler at you next week. We out. <laughs>